This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. I am Kelly Cook, the camp director at Pine Ridge Day Camp in Northern Alabama. And I'm Chris Calla, the executive director of Camp Good News in Central. You know what? I always say Central. I'm going to claim my town for once. In Washington, Illinois, we are here in Washington. Woo! Nice. And I'm Kurt Jackson, a creator of Scamp Life, which is in the ether. It's in the online world. Not anywhere specific. Everywhere, I'm Kurt. everywhere. Thank you, Kelly, for starting out that intro. Uh, it looks like we are talking about homesickness. I'm, I'm <laughs> I just home. want to go I'm home. Sick of my home. Does that count? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the opposite, right? <laughs> that's sick of homeness. Um, I think everybody's about at that point yes. nowadays, <laughs> right? And I think we're going to touch on uh, some parent sickness as well, but we're going to focus on the campers. Yeah. And uh, you know what, Kelly, it looks like you got a good list. I'm going to have you start. All right. Well, so I'm going to kind of revert back to my overnight camping days um, since we don't see as much homesickness in big camp. So kind of talk about my experiences when working in overnight camp and, and a lot of things that we tried there. So I think the biggest one that we usually start off with when talking to kids about homesickness is trying to find out what they are interested in at doing at camp. Like what mm-hmm. activities are they like looking forward to? What are they really wanting to do while they are there? So that gives them something to look forward to. It gives them something to focus on other than being at home. Um, and I always encourage my staff to, if they have a camper who's really, really homesick and it's not on their schedule to do something that we try to find time to do it. So whether it's during the cabin activity or maybe they get a rest hour activity kind of special or something, but really making sure that that activity gets on their schedule for that camper. Good. Nice. Let me go next. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so mine, we, we call it the sparkle pen. That is the official title for it. Now, this does not work at every camp. Uh, this worked really well at the Boy Scout camp I was at because campers could kind of go wherever. They didn't have to stay with their cabin. They didn't have to do things like that. And the way it would work is when you find out someone is homesick, you know, you're, you have them in your office, you're the scoutmaster, somebody brings them in, man, they're really homesick. You got any ideas? You got any tips or tricks? And you find out, oh man, this kid loves archery. And so you say, oh, that, that actually works out perfect. You know, I have, the, the archery director just called me and, and needed this. Can you bring this pin, sparkly pin, glitter pin that I buy specifically, can you bring this to him and drop it off? You know, thank you so much. That's a huge help. You're helping me out. So it gives the kid number one a job to do. And it also sends him to his favorite place, the archery location. Now, what the kid doesn't know is way back in training school, you taught the staff that when a kid comes to you with a sparkly glitter pin, it's because they're homesick and you're their favorite location. So now as that staff member, you step up and you make that kid your buddy. He's helping you out. He's doing different things, whatever you can. So that kid goes, this is the best camp ever because I'm an archery and the archery director loves me and, and we get to play archery all day long and things like that. And so it helps that 
kid just to feel a little more wanted and needed gives them a job too so they feel important at camp they stay at archery all day long well it, so in at the boy scout camp they they essentially can for the most part like during all the merit badge times during any free time okay. and stuff like that they can do that now like at the camp i'm at now that doesn't work because you're with your cabin <laughs> all day long here's a great so, idea that yeah. it doesn't work well, that's what I say. it's, it's illegal <laughs> work at some camps so some camps out there you have a little more freedom and and you can kind of go wherever and so that works great for that yeah i like the i like the idea um that well one just giving them a job right that kind of takes their mind off it mm -hmm. but that whole sparkly pin and the the secret message that it sends to whoever you're sending that kid to yeah. is pretty cool my First one is one that comes from Jack Schott, which he got from Annalise Hall at YMCA Camp Flaming Arrow. And that is the bread tags. Have you guys heard of the bread tags? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all the, the little bread tags that come on your package of bread, you pull that off and the counselors wear those on their shoelaces. And then when they have a, they see a camper who is homesick, they take off the bread tag and they put it on the camper's shoe and induct them into the secret society. And it's secret campers, uh, a secret society of campers that take care of each other. And if they see another kid with the uh, bread tag, then they have that in common and they can talk to them. But now they're just, they're part of this. Shh, don't let anyone know. You're part of the club. And so I really like that idea, just kind of making them feel special, special. Yep, in that way. Good. Um, so I think the next one would be for me, at least bring the parents involved into it, not on the kid end or the camper end, but as a director, I will, if I have exhausted every avenue I can, at least for that particular camper, because not every trick works for every kid, I will call the parent, just let them know what's going on. But I will ask them for tips or tricks. Like what are their favorite things from home? Maybe you can send me some photos of the family dog because they've been talking about them so much. Or the camp I worked at, we did email correspondence from parent to camper and then campers had to write letters back. But if they hadn't gotten a letter from home yet, or it was like day two and the mail just hadn't shown up yet, getting the parents involved, send that email just to my email address, not even to the, the big here's where all the parent email goes, but have them send it to me and then I can pass it on. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, piggybacking so. off that parents, when, when you do get to the point that you're getting parents involved, even if it's to the point where you may choose to have the kid talk to the parent on the phone, if it gets to that point, it's bad enough. One of the things I've always learned is you talk to those parents ahead of time and you help them understand hey, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to say unless you're going to plan on making a trip here to pick up that kid. And, and short, sweet, don't let them talk you out of it. This is, you know, you say, we want you there. You're going to have a good time. We are not coming to pick you up. Enjoy it. See you, bye. And help those parents understand that. We've also learned that you pick. So if, if you have daughter, do not let daughter talk to daddy because she will convince daddy to come and get her. And if you have son, do not let son talk to mommy because they can usually convince mommy. And so you have the same gender talked to. So daddy talks to son. And for some reason, it's, I don't know if it's that, well, I want my son to be, you know, like me, big tough. 
the dad will be like, dude, you'll be fine. Get over it. Stay here. And mom will say the same thing to her daughter. No, you're fine. You'll enjoy this. Stay here. And, and we have never, we, anytime we do that, we have no issues. At one time we had, we, we did it. I talked to the parents ahead of time. Mom, or it was, it was daughter. Mom talked to daughter, said, you're fine. You're staying here. And the daughter goes, oh, well, can I just say goodbye to dad real quick? And I didn't have a chance to do it. And the mom's like, oh yeah, he's right here. And she convinced dad, dad, and dad's trying to make excuses the whole time. I know you said this, but I, I think we're just going to come and get her. I'm like, that's fine. I, you, there's no refund now. So you chose to do this. <laughs> like, but I was like, oh, I told you like, don't, <laughs> and they didn't listen. But. So is this, is this something you call and you're like, hi, Mrs. Kalal. Um, Chris is having a hard time. Can I speak to your husband? I, I use, I will talk to her and I'll tell her why. Okay. And I'll explain to her and I'll say, you know, cause I always tell them, I'm like, in my experience, I've been here for 20 some odd years. This is what we've learned. If you want them to stay, this is what we've learned works best. If you want to come get them, come get them. Know that there's, you know, at this point they've been here 24 hours. There's no refund. So you've paid for a whole week of camp without a refund, but if yeah. you want them to stay, here's the best way to do that. And because especially parents, especially their first time parents, which are usually your homesick kids, their first time campers, they don't know. They, they don't learn the tricks. They, they haven't been us for years like we are. Mm -hmm. And so, I so also... I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that as well. So we're all just kind of, so James Davis wrote a article on the go camp pro page uh, or, or site about how they change things where if a kid is homesick and wants to call camp, uh, call home, that they allow them to do that without hesitation. Like, the, the first thing he says to campers is I trust your judgment. And that's one of the things if the camper is like this, I want to call home. They let them now they do like what you're saying, Chris is first they say, okay, I will call your parents and we will call you into the office, you know, at that time or what have you, but they, they coach them in what to say. And he says in the article that number, the number of kids who went home drastically dropped because sometimes those kids, they just want to know, Hey, maybe the brother was sick or maybe the dog was sick before they left. They just need confirmation that, Hey, everything is okay. Everything at home is fine. And also the fact that if you're, if, if it's an option, like they're not taking away the option. So you get even more homesick. Like I'm trapped here. I can't talk to mom, dad. It makes it even worse. But if it's, it, it takes that off the table. If it's like, all right, you want to call home? Let's call home. Okay. Well, I know that I can do that. I feel more comfortable here. I have that lifeline. And so he makes a really strong argument uh, as to, you know, because we've always been told, don't let campers call home. Don't like, and he makes the argument as to why it's, it's okay. And to let that happen right away. So it's interesting. I'm not saying I totally agree with it. I think every situation is different, but it's an interesting take. And the kids do want to know everything's Okay, at home, the parent, I will never forget, I wanted to slap this parent in line <laughs> because the parent explained to me, she goes, now I just want to let you know, his dad and I are getting a divorce and I've let him know in the car. So he knows when he comes back home, you know, it'll just be me there. Dad will be in a whole different. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, lady. <laughs> like you just told this kid right before camp that his parents are separating the whole week <laughs> he's gone. Oh, I won't. I'm so mad. And that kid had a horrible, horrible week. Yeah, everything we tried. Sure. So I've mad. had, I've had parents find our parents, campers find out via email 
that their grandparent or parent was diagnosed with something. So whether it be like Alzheimer's or dementia Mm -hmm. or some of these big things, and then you have to comfort. And that's like a whole different level of homesickness too. That's not just I'm away from home for the first time, or this is a new space for me. Like that is a whole or even not i mean that is a different level but even the parents that write something simple as your kitty really misses you and can't wait till you get back (laughs) because then the kid comes to you and goes no my kitty misses me it says right here (laughs) all right so i guess we're back at kelly (laughs) yes so i found that this one works really good for like the younger kids um so like if you start at six years old six seven eight but making a calendar or sharing the schedule with Mm -hmm. them for the week so i know i just talked about like finding their their favorite activity or favorite area of camp but this shows them like all the different activities they'll get to do that week and like certain areas of like so here's rest hour this is when you can write a letter home if you if that's what you want to do or you know but during this time we'll be playing kickball or climbing the rock wall or doing something a lot of fun and engaging. So either sharing the schedule or sitting down and creating a calendar or schedule with the, with, with the camper directly. That I got that brilliant nugget of wisdom at a conference one time, because somebody said, why do we as camp people think we have to hide the schedule from the campers? Like we don't want them to know what's coming up. Mm. That, that gives you high anxiety. And they, the, the, conf- the guy at the conference said, goes, how many times have you even looked at your schedule and then put it down then had to look at it again because you forgot what was coming up. And I'm like, that is so brilliant. And just hanging on the door so the kids see it. Yeah, that's a great, keeps that anxiety down. Uh, With that, keeping them busy and and not, you don't let them get bored, essentially. I I know here at our camp, we're a faith-based camp. And so we see that homesickness towards the end of the day. You know, if we have a chapel service towards the end of the day and it's quieter, it's kind of somber, Oh, that homesickness comes out. And so change that up. Don't, don't have quiet, you know, things kind of like that, that, you know, mix it up, have, have something fun in there, change your chapel service times, but make sure you have something fun or exciting going on. Now I get bedtime is the next big one. And so we, we just have the rule and policy. We let the kids know like, Hey, once we're in our cabins, once it's bedtime, there is no calling home that, that the next day we'll do it. But once we hit bed, that's it. They're sorry. The camp director will not be in his office to make that phone call for you. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I learned, saw this somewhere. Can't really remember where, but having a duffel bag full of stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. And so when the kids are, you know, one Thunder kid is buddy. homesick, everybody gets a stuffed animal. You get a stuffed animal. You get a stuffed animal. <laughs> Uh, one that they can use for the week and just pull it out. And it's something to curl up with and everybody's got their stuffed animals. So you feel connected with everyone. And so I, I like that idea. That's cool. I think also too, and this works in day camp as well. Um, when they first get there is buddying everybody up mm-hmm. so that it's like not an instant friend necessarily, but it's like creating those introductions so that they have someone to talk to right away. And so that they're focus isn't on mom or dad just dropped me off it's more of hey cool I can make a new friend and Mm -hmm. so I think that's helpful too and then they can do things throughout the week together 
Yeah, I like that. Uh, journaling, you always hear this one when people talk about homeschool tips and tricks. Keep a journal. We've actually, we, we've stopped just, we had journals in our camp store that kids could buy and then write. We stopped doing that. We've actually created camper act kind of journals. And so it's, it's the questions, you know, what'd you do today? Draw a picture of what you did today. What was your favorite part? And so they really had, because the little kids need a little more writing prompt than just a blank sheet of paper to journal their whole day in. And, and that really helps. And so you have that journaling and then the counselor uses that to talk with the kiddo. Hey, look at what you did today. You love this. You know, aren't you excited that when you do get to go home, this whole journal will be filled with great memories that you can bring that back to mom and dad. And so, mm-hmm. We've done those. Parents also really enjoy them too, because yes. especially the, like the older kids may not journal as much, um, but that middle age group that either tells parents everything. So mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need the journal, but also there's that, that part of the group that just, they don't tell parents anything that they did at camp. And so that journal is really great for parents to also see what their kid did at camp and gives them prompts then to try and get yep. information out of them. Yeah. And the counselor, they have a crush on. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the prompts, you usually don't see that. If yeah, you had a so- blank page, you might. You, <laughs> right, might. Right. you might. Or in the corner. Put a little heart. <laughs> a little heart. <laughs> um, so I want to go off of Kelly, what you were saying as far as friends, like making friends. I want to encourage parents to send their child to camp with a friend. Sign mm-hmm. them up with a buddy. It makes camp so much better if yep. you know somebody, and it's so much easier, especially for a first-time camper, mm-hmm. to go in and and with a buddy and just experience it with them and now they've got somebody to talk about it at home afterwards and it's just as as a director maybe put that in your marketing is come with a buddy even if you need to offer some little discount or something like that always better for everybody a buddy, though, not a whole classroom. Of kids. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> one buddy, please. One, one buddy, maybe two at most, but yes, a buddy. So true. So true. <laughs> my next one is another one of those that fits on the whole. Is it my turn? Man, you just jump in whenever you want, don't you? Is it not? I thought I was after you, Kurt. I actually th- sat there and go, I think I'm after Kurt. I th- it I was it list. was Kelly. Then you, yeah, I like how you did it last time. You I put know. we needed that because I kept looking first. at it, going, "Who's next?" No, that's fine. When you all so it's Kurt screen swip swap. Then Kelly, out. then me. All right. Yes. Okay. What's up? All right, Kelly. Dang it. Okay. So, <laughs> so my next one um, would be kind of off of the journaling, but letter writing. I know we've talked about you know parents sending an email but really encouraging the kids even if the letter doesn't get sent although we want to send out all the mail but even just <laughs> writing writing a letter home writing a letter to your friend let, writing a letter to the, the family dog if you really want to um, but I know like when I was a camper a long time ago there was times when my parents would send me letters and do it from the dog so that I would write back to the dog <laughs> so just nice. a fun a fun way to do it and like also friends like encourage them to write letters to their friends. I love receiving mail from my friends and whatnot when I was at camp. So do you feel that if they write a letter, if we say, okay, we're going to take time to write a letter home that now they're focusing on home again, as opposed to doing something else, but they have to be able to put things in this letter so they can talk about like 
what they did at camp that day and like what their new activities, even if you have for the, the younger kids, a like we have with the journals, a prompts of like, dear blank, so whoever, you know, today I did this. Mm. My new friend today was that lunch or dinner, my favorite meal was this. And just have like fill in the blanks even to send Hello, home. Hello, Mada. Hello, <laughs> Hello Mada. <laughs> Kelly, as a, a new camp director, I recommend these two books. It's called P.S. I Hate It Here. And I have one of them. One of my staff got it for me a few years ago. It sits on my, my bookshelf in here. It is phenomenal. Yes, I... it's letters home that kids write <laughs> and say, P.S. I hate it here. I have the second one. I have the sequel. Uh, a staff member found it at a, a thrift store and gifted it to me one summer and it's hilarious i even use sometimes if i can like fit, fit it in there i'll use parts of it for staff training because yep. it's hilarious it's, and nice. every one of mine i love them uh we talked about letters when i was a camper i wrote a letter home to my mom that first day long i hate it i don't like this camp is awful and so she got that letter the day before she had to come up and get me and they were they're three hours away and so the whole time she thought she was a horrible awful mom coming up you know oh, that i hated no. camp all week and she didn't get the letter till then and then of course she gets there and i don't want to leave camp and i'm still here 30 years later um, <laughs> look at the rest but, of us yeah. so. <laughs> but it's so maybe if they write letters maybe as a counselor just double check those letters too that it's not like i hate this place this is awful kind of thing but also making sure that the envelopes address correctly so like do a full yep. check because if it's not addressed correctly or there's no address on it it just says to mom and dad yeah. <laughs> it's not going anywhere don't those that. go to the north pole yeah that's too funny my next one this is a pre-camp thing so this is something parents have to do not so much camp directors but if you are a parent sending your kid to camp and camp is the first time they're away from home slap yourself like that is awful mm. Because and we've had, I've had several parents that'll tell me, oh, this right. is the first time they've never even stayed at grandma's for a weekend. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, then I'm going to be calling you tomorrow, probably, if not tonight. And so make, have your kids go away. Because th the first time they leave home and stay, especially for a week, should not be with people they don't know. <laughs> so set yep. them up for success. Parents, get them out there ahead of time. Make sure they can stay away from home at grandma and grandpa's. Before and, and also consider... Because you run a like little mini camp, mini overnight, yes. so that they could try it Discovery out. Discovery right? camp is what we call it. So you can discover if you're good for camp. Just yep. short. It's it's two nights. That's all it is. And, and that's too long for some people, yep, some kids, I'm is. sure. It yeah. Is. I know that a not a lot, but some camps do kind of a program where they they bring in a camp mom mm -hmm. who's a volunteer. This camp mom is specifically there to deal with situations like this. So the counselor can focus on the rest of the kids that they need to. And so little Jimmy or little Jenny, oh, you want to go talk to camp mom? Because camp mom knows. Mm -hmm. Camp mom mm -hmm. has kids. Camp, the, the counselors don't have kids of their own. <laughs> and, and, and they're camp annoyed. Mom, <laughs> they're yeah, right. And they're annoyed. And Why camp do you mom hate camp? <laughs> has that motherly presence about her. So I love the idea of having a camp mom at camp. Especially when she makes the staff like hot chocolate or like Cookies. she also is usually like, <laughs> she's not just camp mom to like the homesick kids mm -hmm. either. She's camp mom to the Everyone's staff. Right. And it's, it's really nice. And they usually do something. And they don't have to. 
I the camp it. camp director's it. in there using her like a therapist. Oh, today. <laughs> oh, that's I... the kitchen staff you use as your therapist. <laughs> My next one is bedtime stories. Uh, instead of them in the dark, hearing crickets that they, you know, sounds that they're not used to, uh, and just, you know, these weeps or snores or whatever, have a bedtime story. It just, it's, it's so nice. Even as an adult, I would love to be read a bedtime story. Make this part of the staff training. Give them books if you need to, what have you. And let your counselors tell them a bedtime story. When I used to do this as counselor, I would have kids fall asleep in the next morning. They'd be yeah. like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I fell asleep. What happened? It's my wife. Well, the mouse got the cookie. That'd be me now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every show. <laughs> awesome i'm gonna start switching it up and move into the parent sickness oh. um so <laughs> yes and i personally think there's a difference between parent sickness and a helicopter parent so personally i feel like the helicopter parent is the one who calls you daily and wants to know what they're doing all the time whereas the parent sickness may call you on day two or day three just checking in and that's the last you hear of them you don't hear from them again they just they just wanted to make sure their kid was good to go and that just reassurance um so i feel like there is definitely a difference between the helicopter parent and the parent mm -hmm. sickness parent yeah definitely and and i would say i mean the ones i'm gonna complain about here it's those those moms that have called and they want to just check in they're little and i tell them but then just like homesick kids they keep bugging me. Now, I, I saw in the picture, they weren't smiling. So they must be unhappy because that one picture describes their whole day. Oh, and so I sometimes I've, I've learned a good tip in my years as a director. It's to be blunt with the parents. And you have to say, listen, your kid needs to grow up. He's one day going to move out of the house. Let him have his week at camp. He's not going to college. He's not moving out right now. He, he's going to be home in a week. Let him have his week of independence. Get over it. <laughs> and, and that sometimes helps. You're not very always. blunt with parents, aren't uh, you? Well, this is like phone call number like six or gotcha. seven. Okay. Yeah, this is not phone call one. This is after they have kept calling and keep bugging me. Yeah. I, homesick parents. I feel like a day camps can be worse than overnight camps because they'll be like, well, can I just stick around for a while oh, yeah. and make sure everything's okay? <laughs> make sure he's okay. She's okay. Uh, when we had to walk to the ferry, sometimes the parent would be like, can we walk with you? Or I'll meet you at the ferry just to make sure. And the kid's all great. No problem. No problem. And then all of a sudden mom's there at the ferry. And it's like, hi, mom. Uh -huh. uh, uh, I'm not sure about this. He was just having a great time. Please, would you leave? <laughs> and sometimes you have to have that talk yep. with the parents. Gotta be Look, it, it, you just need to go. And if anything happens, we you're going to see him at four o'clock. Yep. All right. <laughs> it's, yeah. But yeah. The only uh, I've crazy. had that experience more times than I wish I could say. Um, thankfully at this day camp, we bus majority of our kids to camp. So they have to get on the bus and with COVID now, parents are supposed to stay in the car. Um, oh, one great thing from COVID. I know the best thing from COVID, I think. 
the and this is the is it the two-edged sword is that what they call it social media keeping social media updated for the parents does help with a little bit of that parent sickness especially if you hear a parent is a little extra parent sickness and you could tell the media director hey take a couple extra pictures of this kid make sure they're <laughs> smiling make sure they're having a good time um, but yeah, I, we've, we've had parents that will call it's, it's been, I dropped them off four hours ago and I haven't seen anything on, on Facebook oh my yet. Goodness. I'm like, we, we haven't even, we just unpacked. That's all we've done. <laughs> Give us a second to have some fun at camp, but yeah, keeping social media updated. It's a, that two edged sword, but it does help with some homesick parents. Well, then you get those parents who are opposite of homesick and you call them, Oh, I've got a, you know, issue. They won't answer the phone. They oh, won't yeah. oh, this yes. is my vacation. Oh. I don't want to be bothered. Or they, or they don't answer and they're in like Italy. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 I, I had one time we called the mom wouldn't answer dad wouldn't answer. So we went to the next, the emergency number and they answered and I called for my cell phone. I mixed it up so they didn't see the camp number. And I, you know, hi, this is Chris from camp. And I hear in the background, I told you not to answer that phone. I told you to be the camp. And I'm like, I think I want to talk to her. (laughs) I I mean, the the bottom line is that camp is such a needed place for Uh kids, especially these days. And there's the benefits are so the list of benefits so long that parents need to just trust that everything will be okay and relax, go read a book, go to Italy, oh. do whatever you need to do. I, I get some parents concerned because you see stuff in the news. And so I get that. So parents do your research ahead of time. Check out the right. camp, make sure it's a good, you know, make sure where you're sending them is a good place for them to go, a safe place for them to go. And then let them, let them have camp. Although- I also- I also like really encourage parents to, like you were saying, Chris, do their research because like not every camp is good for that kid. Mm -hmm. So like, I won't be offended if a parent were to call me, ask a bunch of questions and then realize that they don't think that this is going to be the best fit for them. I would so much rather a parent be honest with me and say, I'm sorry. Like this is not Mm -hmm. what my kid needs rather than me having to get halfway through a week and send that kid home because they just don't, it's not ready or they're not ready for camp or anything like that. Like I encourage parents to call me. I will happily spend an hour on the phone with you to answer every question you have. And then some, and please don't feel bad about it either. Like I, they always say, Oh, I'm sorry. I have so many questions. I'm like, no, you do not have enough questions. Like Mm -hmm. keep asking them. I feel like this is a, this is an episode for parents that they need to hear. Right. So make sure they're ready that they've stayed overnight at grandma's house or something. Have them come with a friend, call and do your research. See if this Mm -hmm. camp is right for your child. It's good tips for parents out there for sure. So we actually had on our, on our Facebook page, we had a parent give us a low rating uh, because their child was homesick. And I actually, I had called that parent and I said, listen, like, this is what we did, blah, blah, blah. And I, I mean, I didn't say it, but I wanted to say like, this was your fault. This kid was homesick. You didn't, they'd never been to grandma or grandpa's or anything like that. And so we, the parent finally, after talking with them nicely, they, they removed their low rating, which was good. Oh, nice. Speaking of that, we, we have a campaign going right now, Kurt. We have a bury, bury the one, bury the one. 
<laughs> and, and you know what? Maybe if we knew who gave us the one, maybe it was it's that parent. That, we can talk to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. We would love to know who you are because maybe we can figure out what we did wrong and how we can fix that. Or if it was an accident, I, it maybe you gave your iPad or your iPhone <laughs> to your baby and they or gave the, us the one. Cat. Yeah. The cat has hit a few buttons on my phone. But, and really, we have Kelly now. So that has just yeah. raised. Raised the bar. Ra- ra- <laughs> yeah, raised everything here. So you can mm-hmm. take that one off. We're no longer those two guys. That's, that's right. <laughs> so otherwise, if that wasn't, you help us bury the one. Please rate us on your Apple Podcasts, Apple podcast, please. Mm-hmm. So that, oh, and, and we love to hear feedback. Tell us, tell us what you love that it, it, it puts a happy little smile on our faces. So we like that, but we nice. are so glad you are listening. Hopefully you are getting some great tips and tricks for your camp. We, we do this because we enjoy talking about it, but we do. We want to help you be better camp people and help your camp be awesome because camp is awesome and kids hopefully won't be homesick because you get a lot of cool ideas. So from around the campfire, this has been Chris and Kurt and Kelly. Thanks so much for listening. See ya.